Welcome once again to the news of the squared. And of course, my good friends Mike and Jeff, and here we are once again to give you news that you could use, or mu- news that you could abuse, or news that you can muse to abuse the news. But yeah, we're here. How are we doing, boys? Awesome. I'm confused. <laughs> you're confused about the news? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or your views on the news? I'm not sure which. <laughs> there well, we go. Guess, so, what is, what is on the news today, boys? I guess we should imbue them with news. We'll cudgel them with funny news. Yeah, that's cudgel. Wait, wait, what's a cudgel again? Do I have to look that up? <laughs> no. <laughs> you want to cudgel them? Do. That's not the same word. That's not the same word. <laughs> okay. Uh, Mike, you want to start us off, or you want me? To? I will. Uh, I will begin. Okay. Shout out to Scott, our new ah! chief, chief news correspondent for all the crazy, wacky news stories. This one yeah. out of Township of Lomira, Wisconsin, out of uh, WSAW.com. Authorities say a golfer was accidentally shot by another man attempting to shoot a woodchuck on his property. Okay. <laughs> Now, according yeah, some Caddyshack. According to the Dodge County Sheriff's Office, crews were called to the golf club at Camelot on State Highway 67 in the township of Lomira uh, shortly after 11 a.m. The sheriff's office said, although the incident is still being investigated, the 50-year-old Lomira man was attempting to shoot a woodchuck on his own property while trying to shoot the animal. The bullet ricocheted off some trees and hit the 80-year-old Fond du Lac man who received non-life-threatening injuries. Oh, good lord. Okay, Um, what the fuck do you want to sit there and shoot a woodchuck? The man (laughs) who was hit by the bullet was taken to St. Agnes Hospital in Fond du Lac. Authorities say the man is expected to be released. Neither the name of the man who was hit or the property owner were named in the sheriff's office. Dodge County Sheriff Dale Schmidt remains reminds all gun owners when you are shooting a firearm to always know your target as well as the area behind it. There you go. Because remember, I mean, the trees are made like, of rubber. <laughs> talk about your Caddyshack. I yeah. mean, that's like, it's like, is it really like Carl the Groundskeeper come to life? Freeze, <laughs> Gopher. Freeze, Gopher. <laughs> Gopher. It's or French. Are they saying French? Au revoir, go fair. Uh, yeah, au revoir, go fair. thank goodness he didn't get hurt seriously. We're glad that he's you know, able to make a recovery. The, the, the truth no, is, just, here's just, the real just, question. Just his pride. <laughs> well, no, here's the real question. It's Wisconsin. What do we put the odds on the fact that the person who was shooting it was drunk? <laughs> no, this is Wisconsin. Yeah. Yep, yep. And if it I was mean, around the 4th of July, the article's I mean, from the 6th. I here's the thing. I, I, normally I wouldn't say that, but they had that survey of the top 20 city, drunkest cities in America, and, like, only two of them were not Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that, ugh. I mean, Kind of look, show over there, don't it? I mean, here's, here's the real truth. Here's the real truth, Okay. Here's why I don't begrudge them the Packers and when the Packers win in some ways. As much as I hate the Packers. Here's the you thing. You do? I did not know this. As long 
here's the thing. If they don't have the Packers, what the hell are they going to do with themselves? They have the Badgers. (laughs) Really? And the Brewers? And the the Woodchucks. Right. Well, but, okay. Now they have the Brewers. (laughs) Now they sort of have the Badgers. But really, in reality, what they really do is go out, get drunk, and shoot things. Because that's what they do. Is that you got nothing better to do with Wisconsin than just to shoot things like woodchucks and then he shoots them. <laughs> Ricochet off I mean, the You don't hear about stuff like Should this not have used a like... projectile that's gonna bounce like that. Should he just use like a twenty two? <laughs> or use something bigger so it go through the tree. <laughs> oh boy. All right. Well, well hold on. What else we got? No, no, no. I mean, I just, I don't know. What else we got? What do you got? Uh, You can, uh, apparently, this is from uh, Fast Company. Uh, You can, apparently, hold on, where the hell is it? Come on. Apparently, you can now smell like space with this inspired, NASA-inspired fragrance. Who's space? Space, as in the final frontier. As in Space Force. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently you oh, can okay. smell like outer space. I don't know how that works, because you can't, because there's something to smell in space. In space, okay. no one can smell can you. you. Smell, can smell. you smell anything in space anyway? Right. Uh, so, uh, according to this, uh, you can still have one or two tickets, remaining tickets to SpaceX, but if you don't have 55 million bucks to spare, you can now experience the smell of space. It's not zero gravity, but virtually zero commitment. Uh, how exactly? With with a new NASA-inspired fragrance, a new Kickstarter campaign bringing ode de, ode de space to the general public, just in case you want to spritz a little essence of the vastness of unknown behind your ears. Uh, you I, can per- I, I, I totally, I totally um, endorse this product. All you can back the campaign <laughs> by purchasing a bottle for $29, and they'll match your purchase with a donation to the local STEM program. Um, the new fragrance is based on a scent NASA developed decades NASA developed a decade is sent decades ago? Uh, the, spe- the space agency had... Why was NASA developing fragrances? What the hell? Did they, like, want to... What is it? Like Walking chicken wow time in space? Yeah, they had they, they they wanted they wanted to make sure that they could have they could uh be uh sociable to the alien encounters. You know, I alien there, you know what I mean? That's right. Uh, so that's we're America. If we can't shoot yeah, there, it, we'll baby. fuck it. There we go. Yeah, well, <laughs> the little the little green women up there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well just make sure one of them's not a gopher. They're naked, you know, and they they, they or, uh, yeah, here, watch this. I'm going to put on this. Yeah. This, what this if the aliens and... turn out to be woodchuck people? Then we're going to, just going yeah. to shoot them. Oh, what? Oh, what? Then we'll just shoot the space and hope that it'll bounce off a planet and hit one of them. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> the space agency contracted specialists to create the smell of space to acclimate asteroids, astro- astronauts, astronauts, or astronauts as part of their training and, and eliminate any environmental surprises to liftoff. Uh, Ode to space. Product manager Matt Richmond recently told CNN, astronauts describe the smell as a mix of gunpowder, seared steak, raspberries, and rum. What? That's weird. 
sounds like a uh, sounds like a, a month's worth of um, month's worth of time in the space station. Space. <laughs> so space exactly smells like, like a- rum. It smells like the space station from this point of view. It smells like so. What you're telling me is it smells like my apartment, like most men's apartments. Um, <laughs> uh, the fragrance was developed by Stephen Pierce, founder of the Omega Ingredients, a company that develops natural ingredients for food, beverage, cosmetic, and toiletry industries. Uh, Ode to Space's packaging is minimal and modern. The design uses a lightweight, slightly rounded, all-cap all sans-serif black over a gray illustration of a spacesuit on a white background. There's still uh, a small N number at number one, as in a la no, Chanel number five, in the top left corner of the package of the bottle of the label. Uh, this is the this is Ode to Space's latest attempt to bottle the smell of the place and take it uh, take this uh, New York City can oh, I guess New York State ain't a New York City candle? Who the fuck would want a New York City candle? Uh-oh, maybe uh, Gwyneth Paltrow uh, is up to her candle shenanigans again. Although, you know what? New Yorkers would buy... You know what? In small towns, New Yorkers would buy this. If they were stuck in the middle of nowhere, they would buy that kind of thing. Anyway. When you want to have, you want to have an alien encounter, and you want to go into the deep, dark spaces of space, I can give you, and of course, you know, with one spritz, you'll be traveling to places where you've never gone before or ever will again. That's right. So spritz it down in your black hole and make it. Happen. Oh wow! Oh, that's really or spritz cool. some on your rocket. That spits on on your rocket, and that way you'll be ready for blast off. <laughs> you'll be ready for warp speed, Mister Sulu. That's right, <laughs> traveling to hyperspace. Yeah, actually, here, space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of sp- Ode to Space. <laughs> space, <laughs> the only frontier. These are the these are the these are the voyages of the Starship Intercourse. It's five year mission to find the black hole and plug it up before it explodes. You might- you just get Shatner to do their ads. Everything will work out. It'll be perfect. And they would sell it like crazy if you got Shatner to do it. Yeah. Especially if like you had like three uniform. women come up to him in the middle after he puts it on. In his uniform. In his Star yeah. Trek uniform. I think they yeah. made they made a Captain Kirk cologne. Did they really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, that's horrible. They also have a Zulu cologne, too. Zulu, not Zulu. 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 That's what I said. Zulu. I know. It's hard to tell. You're eating. <laughs> What are we eating? Uh, what's this called, honey? Again? <laughs> Gruel. <laughs> I don't know. What's this what? called, honey? That's a phenomenal food. Last night, shrimp stir fry. Shrimp stir fry. Leftovers oh. from last night. All right. Oh. Oh. The part that you don't know what you're eating scares me, Ivan. What yeah. is this? What is this? What am I eating? Where oh, am on, I? How did I get here? Who are you? Oh, my God. Can't tell what it is. Gotta, gotta keep you on your toes. I don't know what it is. Doesn't taste good. It. That's all that matters. Yeah. All oh. right. What do we? What else we got? All right. <laughs> next. Next one here is uh, from Scott from Q one zero four three. Man in stolen car crashes into a woman driving a different stolen car. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Somebody's having a okay. bad night. Well, there's that. 
Two drivers <laughs> in separate you, stolen vehicles were arrested following a crash in Newburgh, Oregon over the weekend. On Sunday morning, officers in Oregon responded to a report of a suspect that had just stolen a person's Toyota Land Cruiser. The stolen vehicle was located minutes after it went through town, according to police. The suspect attempted to elude police through downtown Newburgh, then crashed into an occupied Buick Regal near East Franklin and College Street. The driver in the Toyota, identified as Randy Lee Cooper of Portland, was arrested for unauthorized use of a motor vehicle. According to police, officers learned the Buick was reported stolen three weeks ago. <laughs> the driver in the nice. stolen Buick, identified as Kristen Nicole Bogue, B-E-G-U-E, uh, was found to be under the influence and was arrested. <laughs> go foie, go fares. Yeah. Killed two uh, woodchucks with one uh, crash. Yeah. <laughs> Were they wearing out of space? Mm, probably not. Welcome to with Otis Fish, yep. God. Um, what a kawinky dink. God. Ooh. What? That's, that's bad luck. That's, that's <laughs> just... That's good luck. The cops got two stolen cars uh, yeah. in one shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Ow>. <laughs> God. <laughs> if, you, if you get if you get that if you if that's what ends up happening to you that's how you get you get caught no, you you, you really pretty that. much you, you pretty much it's like what are you in like, for Carson yeah. what are you in you're for not... I was I stole a car but I crashed into another stolen car kind of reminds you of get reward that... money at that point. Yeah, I give them like double points or something like that. Yeah, I got, I got, a, I got a story about a car crashing into another car. Did I ever tell you about the time I crashed into my own car? Oh boy, you owned two cars. Let me tell you a story in the in the immortal words of Mike Edwin. Let me tell you a story. Who's he? Sounds cool. Who's he? I don't know. He was the most awesome dude I know. Nice. Anyway. So here we go. I was borrowing uh, Laura's um, Laura's uh, Ford, her Mustang. Okay, I went to go pick up. I went to go uh, pick up the you car. You crashed a Mustang. Yeah, listen. Let him. Finish. So what happened? Dumbass. Well, here, here we go. So what happens? I'm going down the street. Okay, it rains, and then the temperature drops. Now, I'm driving on a sheet of ice. Meanwhile, my other car, which was being repaired at the local repair shop on the corner of Belmont and Octavia, it just so happens that they had put my car out on the street. Well, guess who's coming around the corner trying to avoid crashing into my own car? But Mr. Ivory Bell. I tried hard, but, you know, Mustangs are not known for being winter automobiles. In fact, they're good for nope. fucking shit. They're good for shit. So, guess what? I'm hitting the gas. I, I'm gas. I'm hitting the brake. And oh, all I could see, idea. all I could do was watch and just watch as I'm going right into the side of my own car. <sighs> well, needless to say, the, the uh, guy from the garage comes out and starts laughing <laughs> because he's like, 
What happened? What I says, I don't know. You were well, going too fast, you. right? I was doing regular speed. But when I turned the wheel, the wee, the, the car could, didn't turn. It just kept going. Went right into my own car. Uh-huh. So what happens? I back up, <laughs> back up the Mustang and I pull it out. Well, the whole driver's side panel is gone. It's inside my other car. <laughs> so I'm driving down the street, and here's Laura out on the front porch, and she looks and, and, and she sees the car and doesn't notice that the front driver panel is gone. So I park the car, and then I come out of the car, and I go ahead and I call her outside, and I said, Laura, um, <laughs> I had an accident. She's like, what happened? What happened? What happened? And so I says, I pointed to the panel of the car. Well, it just so happens now my, my car that I went to get repaired now has to be repaired again. Well, <laughs> and, yeah. my insur- and my insurance did not cover it because they do not cover double indemnity. So Laura gets her car fixed. Me? Not so much. <laughs> that is my story of me crashing into my own car. <laughs> a cautionary tale about driving a Ford Mustang. Yes. Yeah. In an ice In the winter. Yeah. In the winter. Yeah. Don't hit the brake. Just, yeah. Yeah, you well, no matter, no you gotta drive real slow in those sports cars, or otherwise, it's like you, no, matter, no, matter, no matter what I did, man, I mean, I turned that wheel. And that car just kept right on going, went right into the car. Mm. I was like, wow. So, yeah, so I know how silly it can be to sit there and crazy <laughs> to me get this conundrum. Okay. All right, uh, next, speaking, uh, we have next speaking story, crazy, White Sox fans can be stupidly crazy by buying yeah. personalized cardboard cutouts for the home opener. Why? <laughs> So uh, the White Sox, uh, because apparently they don't want empty stand. They'd like to find a way to have not empty stands at home for the home opener in a few weeks and for okay. games. So uh, they announced an initiative, and apparently this is going on in other cities too. Um, I'm told <laughs> that like the Brewers did this too, that uh, they're allowing diehard White Sox fans to buy cardboard cutouts of their likely of their likeness, and they will sit in the seats. During the first homestand from the July 24th to July 26th, um, fans can submit photos based on the team's guidelines and purchase their their personalized prop. How much do you think this is? How much do you think? Um, I don't know, fifty bucks. 50, 50 yep, bucks. that's exactly what it is. Fifty bucks. Fifty bucks. Forty nine. Starting at three p.m. I, I'm under the impression, and this is while supplies last. Uh, the proceeds will go to White Sox cha- charities. Um, apparently, they bought a, had these a bunch of people bought them. Um, White Sox charities are getting it's getting the money and it provides. Uh, so it'll go it'll go to that. Um, That's good. So do they send these to you so you can bring them to the game later or what? No. no well, apparently they're going to send them to you afterwards. Yeah, they'll put them in the stands and then the, you get them afterwards. I was under the impression that they might keep them for sure. other games. Down the road. It's only for three games? What if it rains? Yeah, then the cardboard's <laughs> then, no good. Then, then they're going to bend over and look like shit. 
we should, we should you know, we should have done this. We should have done this and done, had like the Ivan pop up head, like right, like behind home plate, with like a big thing that says like, <laughs> "We love the squares," or you know, or W, you know, whatever. Yeah, wear like a a t shirt that says S O T R T or yeah, something like that. Yeah, we yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, eating a burrito or something like that. Whatever. I ate dinner during News of the Squared, and all I got was this lousy T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, there we go. There, there, there's your answer. Perfect, perfect. By the way, uh, so it is now the one-year anniversary. Oh God, this feels like such a long time ago. Uh, it's been one year since we lost Chance the Snapper. From the humble park lagoon. Well, he's alive and well in Florida. Yeah, he's alive and well in Florida, and my understanding, he's huge. He's like six. He's like seven feet long. That is one he's big like, alligator. Well, they know how to he take care a, of uh, gators down there in Florida. Yeah, well, my understanding is, according to the, the, the gator thing, is that he is. There's still a lot of people who ask about him for. It, like specifically and like apparently people come down from Chicago and want to see chance. So apparently that's a thing that's on the squares page. I don't want to go through the whole thing, but it was one year. Talk about how times have changed. Uh, a year we were, ago, a year we were ago. all a year a ago in month. Chicago. It was alligator mania. Um, they closed. Yeah. And that was the reason they closed. Now they closed off the park for COVID <laughs> last year. They closed off the park for a freaking alligator. <laughs> you know, we should we should bring in a guy from Wisconsin. He could like big, he could like ding big off of, of a, off a, like a, he could be like, oh, walk, go fair and miss or something like that. I don't. No, don't shoot Chance the Snapper. It's gonna bounce and hit a golfer. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe if you spray him with some of that uh, all the space, he'll he'll, uh, yeah, he'll pull know. out. <laughs> yeah, at least he's not gonna take a. Uh, anyway, he's not gonna he's not gonna like crash a car into something else. Anyway, uh, what else we got, Mike? The next story: uh, a bride. We have another uh, uh, wedding gone awry. Um, oh boy! Uh, an embarrassing wedding day. An embarrassing wedding day confession to the groom was caught on a hot microphone. Oh shit! So usually Oops. the officer does not most uh, does most of the talk efficient does most of the talking at a wedding but that doesn't mean that the bride and groom aren't quietly speaking to one another at times they might be expressing their excitement over their momentous occasion or gossiping about what a crazy family member is wearing or in the case of one bride making a hilarious wedding day confession that unbeknownst to her was caught on a microphone oh, where boy. everyone heard the video of the moment there's there's obviously on YouTube the Articles uh, on, our, of course, our Squares Roundtable Facebook page, but there's a quick YouTube click. Uh, video of the moment shows that the bride and her groom will undoubtedly remember what she said before her vows far more than anything else she would utter during the ceremony. It happened during the song performance after the groom whispered to his new wife that she looked amazing. Her response was that she, quote, took a really big dump right before she came down the aisle. <laughs> holding back the laughter the groom jokingly asked what the hell is wrong with you <laughs> and he then let her know that he was wearing a microphone 
Um, adding. Uh, oops. <laughs> Au revoir, go fair. She, she asked oh him why God. he was wired, and he responded, for moments like that. Oh and noted the videographer uh, just heard everything she said. <laughs> Au revoir, go fair. Even responding to Jimmy Fallon's call for videos that could be hashtag wedding fail. The rest of the world heard what she said, too. Oh, my God. Oh, my oh God. Well, oh hopefully God. some Oda space will cover the, the smell of that dump. <laughs> the smell of that dump. <laughs> so, um, I'm going I'm going a little off book here. I caught this. I actually caught this lot. Well, I shouldn't say live. I caught this when it aired on Sunday night. So I'm watching and, and I want to bring this up because this is perfect for this seg- for this for this show. So Steve, they had Celebrity Family Feud, and um, it was for the $20,000. And uh, NFL legend and Hall of Famer Bruce Smith was out there to go and try to help win the $20,000. And so Steve Harvey asked him this first question, and the first question that he asked him, okay, was if Captain Hook would use – what would Captain Hook use instead of, of his hook? If he were a handyman. Oh, shit. And and initially, initially, now in fairness to to Bruce Smith, he initially answered Hammer. The problem was Hammer had already been used by Michael Irvin previous to that, so he got buzzed. Uh Smith's answer after that was penis. To which, and to which, Stevie Steve Harvey's next comment was after after not realizing what he had heard was after he realized it said what the fuck did he say? <laughs> and they had to stop at that moment and couldn't do it. <laughs> so in that yes. moment, I mean, you're in the lightning round. So would you have to re? You would have to redo the whole thing. Well, no, they they started from. I guess they figured out where. Or they the did a quick. Were. They didn't. They did a like a, a pause. Yeah, they must have done it that way. As you can, as you can take a wild guess, no one answered penis. By the way, no, not no, no. <laughs> no one. No one answered that they would want the penis. They want. They would want a penis hook for for a penis hook a penis for a, a hand instead of a. Instead of the hook for if they were a handyman. <laughs> I'm sure there's, you know, don't there's porn of it. Penis. You know, if you sprayed it with the Ode to Space, it would be perfect. Yeah. And then yeah, drive your stolen car never... with it. There yep. you go. You never smell like Cummings. <laughs> oh, yeah. Au revoir, go, Au revoir, go fair. <laughs> I thought you guys would enjoy that one, though. Yeah, I saw it when it happened. I swear. And Steve Harvey's like, what the fuck did he Steve Harvey couldn't stop laughing. I mean, he couldn't stop laughing for like a half. I mean, everybody's dying. I mean, just yeah. and Bruce Smith has look on his face like, well, I don't, I don't even know why. He said it. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, so yes. Uh, so yeah. So apparently, the the answer is not penis. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> Mike posted the story round? this month. Mike posted a story. This this may or may not be from Scott. I don't know. I'm assuming it is. 
that U.S. postal trucks are literally exploding and no one seems why. Well, obviously, if they're getting blown up. I, I think it's the guy from Wisconsin with his gun. Could be no, uh, bullets ricocheting, me. yeah. <laughs> uh, apparently, it, it's not an isolated incident either. Uh, post fans are I, an icon of uh, American landscape, and these small, boxy little vans scurrying around neighborhoods delivering parcels and letters day in, day out. Most of us really don't think twice after depositing our letter or parcel. Uh, however, with post vans bur- bursting into flames, yeah, that would be what I would notice, uh, at, at an average of, wow, one van in every five days for the last six years? Wow. Holy This has been happening for not... six years? Holy shit. According to this. I need to get my st- uh, I need to get my action figures delivered uh, FedEx now, I think. Holy crap. <laughs> that's like you I mean, geez, that's like Russian roulette with a freaking postal truck. Jesus. Um one company has been looking into the rate of long life vehicles going up in flame, going up in flames. America stated the following: in 125 cases, the trucks were so thoroughly destroyed that investigators were unable to identify a probable fire cause. Of the remaining 282 fires, where investigators could identify a likely cause, the only pattern was that there was no pattern. Oh. Uh, the fires occurred in hot and cold climates at the beginning and ends of shifts in battery in the battery compartments, dashboards, fuel pumps, and in the vehicles that had been maintained recently and were overdue for a checkup. They occurred what? on rural routes, city streets, all over America. Uh, that can't although, be good. although one engineering report found an occasional lax maintenance practices may have resulted in an increase in the number of fires. Most most likely explanation for the fires is the trick trucks are simply too old and deteriorating for the road. Well, that, that one could be a problem. Uh, oh, so perhaps in the case of old age. Yeah, because old age is why just things just combustively explode. Uh, you don't see old people just combustively exploding around all over the place. Um, and the article shows, like, multiple YouTube videos of burning postal trucks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, this is a problem. Uh, yeah. You know, that's why the stamps are were, going up every year. So mm-hmm. Apparently, these were, they were, were produced between 1987 and 1994 and have an average lifespan of 24 years. Well, okay. Well, so basically what we're – the long and the short of it is – those little things are death traps and <laughs> they were not phased out and apparently people are not safe this is scary, so uh, you know I'm thankful I don't live in a house anymore because it won't be near my house <laughs> you used to have a lady friend that used to have one of those postal trucks we used to go up and down. We used to go up and down Ravenswood Avenue doing donuts in parking lots. Did you crash mm-hmm. Laura's uh, Mustang? Yeah, one? That, that way. That, yeah, <laughs> is this what really happened? This, this, this was years before that. I was a driver, uh-huh. so. <laughs> uh-huh. I, love, I love how Mike and I both went to the same place. We're both like, ah, so you were practicing for when you crashed Laura's car. <laughs> Okay, I'll give that one to you, man. <laughs> I'm 
walked himself right into that. Uh, I sure did, man. It looked like it's all right. <laughs> all right, Mike. What else? What else we got? Well, we don't have a. I, I, well, we have the Florida Gator. I guess that makes uh, makes up for the lack of a Florida man. But we do have an Indiana man. Oh boy! Um, oh, Indiana story. Hey, Julie, we got a story for you. A forty-three-year-old Hoosier <laughs> may have just accidentally inspired a country song. Just oh, twenty-five minutes north of the famous southern Indiana <laughs> town of Santa Claus, you'll find the small community of Huntingburg. This tiny town is now oh, on our radar after a confused and naked man was arrested, according to the Tri-State uh, homepage. A 43-year-old Michael Heiser was arrested after police responded to a, point of a, a report of a naked man passed out on a tractor in Huntington uh, Monday morning. Oh, boy! The, <laughs> the streaking suspect was able to avoid the police for a little while until he was seen running across U.S. 231. That is where officers found the man in his birthday suit hiding in a wood line near some local apartments. Uh, Mr. Heiser was charged with public intoxication with a controlled substance and public nudity after he was discharged from the hospital. Um, So, yeah. Naked man passed out on a tractor. Oh, did he hit? Did he hit a postal truck? Make it explode? Uh, <laughs> did he get hit with a bullet? Did he? Did get he hit? scream oh, au revoir, go fair? Did the truck hit a <laughs> stolen car? All the space. Did the truck hit one of Ivan's old cars? I don't know. <laughs> um, did he take uh, a big I'll... dump before the wedding? Yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. These are the questions we need to know about this. Uh, so yes. Naked man passed yes. out on a tractor in Indiana. Um. So not really a news of the much as much of a news of the squares as a news of news of Jeff likes food and he likes to eat it. Mm. Uh, there are reports that apparently from Thrillist that um, Popeyes is working on a new Popeyes sandwich. Ooh, ooh, it's the secret formula to the Krabby Patty. They are apparently in the Denver area. They are trying out the Popeyes chicken sandwich with barbecue sauce, cheddar, and bacon. Oh shit! Okay, what's a round trip flight to flight to Denver? Cost? I know, swear to God, it's like it's very tempting, oh, isn't it? It's like man, that's like a no-brainer. That has to be done. That oh, is that, like oh my god, that sounds fucking amazing. Uh, as a with 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 the. Uh, with the pickles too, of course. Um, mm. Oh man, no, that that's a home run. I don't even think they need to test that. The only reason they would well, need to test it is just to make sure that, no, they that need to, goes they perfect. Need to sell that that's like, sold. They need to sell that now. They're selling it. Well, they're selling it in Denver. They say they're selling it for about six bucks, and that's about right. That's about that's that that's, that's about it. perfect. It was right about the same time last year as when the whole Popeye's chicken sandwich craze started. Yeah, well, I'll tell you right now. Well, apparently they're testing this boy, one did they, in did they, right bank, now. did they bank on that? Man. Did they bank on that? And the only reason I brought up this whole thing about the, the chicken thing is because we have a story about KFC. Okay. Uh, this actually happened. Is this Melbourne, Australia? Yes, it is. And in Melbourne, Australia, a takeout order of KFC at 1.30 a.m. in the morning raised suspicions 
and led to a $26,000 coronavirus fine. Oh. A pair of KFC customers in Melbourne ordered food for 20 people. Oh. Authorities immediately suspected they were flouting co- lockdown rules. So as a result, uh, apparently two paramedics stopped by an Australian KFC uh, in the suburbs early Friday morning when they were noticed something suspicious. A pair of customers had ordered roughly 20 takeout meals at one thirty in the morning because they were drunk. Okay, there. Did they have a tractor? Um, were they? Yeah, were they passed out naked on a tractor? Yeah, yeah, seriously. Did, 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 did the bail uh, uh, truck explode on the way? I don't know, but I'm thinking they didn't yell au revoir, go fair. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, they grew suspicious as they talked to the KFC staff. Uh, they alerted the police and gave them the license plate of the customer's car. The officers followed the vehicle uh, to a dress in, in a suburb there. At the house, they found two people asleep in the front room, but 16 more celebrating a birthday party who were hiding out back. Uh, the takeout chicken had been ordered to feed hungry guests. Uh, apparently, uh, so all the taxpayer, all this, all the party goers were issued fines totaling almost twenty six, totaling twenty six thousand dollars Australian, which comes out to eighteen thousand American dollars. Wow! Uh, that's a heck of a birthday party. Okay. Oh my God! Oh, ow! Crazy. That is painful. And, and then people go, people think about here about what we can and can't enforce. All right. And then, and then finally, uh, and this story pairs perfectly with our space story from earlier about the ode to space and about trying to, I haven't made a comment about finding your hole. Well, Ivan, <laughs> I found your hole for you. Because okay. scientists, because scientists <laughs> have found... Scientists have found, discovered the hungriest hole. Okay. The hungriest black hole in the universe gobbles up one sun per day. Mm. Dang. Nom, 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 uh, nom, nom. How many mm. suns do you think it could, could eat per day? If challenged <laughs> to make more interesting, let's say the prize was $50,000 to whoever could eat the most suns. Now that you have instead of what do you think, one sun or fewer... If your answer is fewer, well, I hate to tell you, you've already been beaten. Uh, in 2018, a team of scientists from research school astronomy astrophysics at the Australian National University discovered the fastest growing supermassive black hole known as J2157. Explaining how the massive hole actually is a, as well as much as how much it eats to sustain growth, and the answer must might shock you. Um, according to press release, the black hole is 34 billion times the mass of our sun wow. and 8,000 times bigger than the black hole at the center of the Milky Way. Um, Shit. The, the, it is a research member team expected explained uh, Dr. Christopher Oaken. Wait a minute. Isn't Dr. Oaken the guy from... Isn't that the name of the doctor from from Independence Day when all the freaking aliens come down? <laughs> Isn't he Dr. Oaken? Wasn't that Brent Spiner's character? I don't know. Right, that's what I'm talking about. Isn't he Dr. Oaken? I don't know. 
Often, or anyway, uh, anyway, as he explained it like this, if the Milky Way's black hole wanted to grow that fat, it would have to swallow two-thirds of a galaxy of our stars in our galaxy. So basically, we found our hungry hole. Uh, <laughs> here's the best part. Here's a quote. Here's a quote from Dr. Funyan Bayan. Uh, how much black holes can can swallow depends on how much mass they already have. Or maybe they just need to use that cologne, Ode to Space. Mm-hmm. Ode to Space. Or maybe they're <laughs> trying the new Popeye's chicken sandwich. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. I, 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 au revoir, go fair. That's <laughs> for sure. Uh, so, uh, anyway, yeah. So it's the, there's a giant... I, I have the reason I pulled this article is because sci- that's because of the, of, the, of the title. Scientists discover the hungriest hole. In the that's known fine. universe. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. Well. It doesn't say how far away it is from our galaxy. Uh, apparently far enough, thank God. Yes, thank goodness. We yeah, don't want that uh, only, giant hole too big, too far. The too only big. other thing I can think of is... <laughs> Nobody wants to be frightened by the big hole. <laughs> no, well, you know. Au revoir, go fair. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know where my fair went, but I'll fire her just to be safe. That black hole is going to take a massive dump before it gets married. That's all. Black hole sudden, don't you know? Yeah. <laughs> Won't uh, you come? Yeah, that, 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 uh, sound is still, still around. Is that is that band still? Yes. Yeah. Yes, they're still around. That's their one um, claim to fame. Their one hit wonder. <laughs> the only other thing I want to bring up is I don't know if you guys caught any of the Kanye West. Or we talked about Kanye West on the regular show last week. Yes. And did any of you guys catch any of the Kanye West uh, press conference stuff that he's talking about about running for president? No. Any I of you not. guys? Oh my god! But uh, now, now Chance the Rapper is actually endorsing him. Yeah, he'll said he'll vote for Kanye over Biden. Yeah. Uh. So. Um. <laughs> here's here's some of here's some of the basics because um, I really want to get to the best one. There's some really some of this stuff. If if I did, if he would if it wasn't possible he was serious, some of this would be hysterical. Um, some of it's not hysterical. Apparently he did have COVID nineteen in February, so yeah. glad he's doing better. Uh, he's never voted for his life in his life. Uh, he's suspicious of the coronavirus vaccine, terming it the vaccines are the mark of the beast. Uh, he makes some comments about Planned Parenthood, and we're not going to get into that. Uh, here's the part where it gets amusing. He envisions a White House organized model based on the secret country of Wakanda and Black Panther. <laughs> yeah, you can I have uh, you can have um, Chadwick Boseman as his uh, running mate. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, actually, he has the running mate. He uh, some guy named. Someone named Mich- I don't know if it's it's a man or a woman here. It, Michelle Tildall, an obscure preacher from Wyoming, and his part his party. This is the best one. His party is called the birthday party. <laughs> Wait a minute. What? Hmm. Okay. His party's called the birthday party. When they asked him why, when they asked him why, quote, because when we win, 
It's everybody's birthday. Oh, oh boy. God. <laughs> Why? Why? Um. <laughs> uh, like I said, I just thought that 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 was that was pretty. There was some pretty. <laughs> Kanye West will save us from the supermassive black hole. J two one five seven. Yeah. Well. Well. Yeah. Probably. I hate to say. Yeah. Well. 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 <laughs> well I, I just figure off walk. And if not, au revoir, go fair. Um, <laughs> It'll ricochet you know. and hit the golfer instead of the black hole. I'm just thinking as long as you put on the black hole explode. Then <laughs> Ivan accidentally is... hit it with his own van. Yeah, yeah, that's what. There's the plan. We send, we send the the exploding, we send the exploding postal vans into it. Yes, and yeah. and we fill them full of, we fill them all full of the space cologne. Yeah. And, and and that'll that'll be the accelerant. And then we can and celebrate by ordering KFC at one thirty in the morning, and then get right. caught and then get fined. Yeah. But first, and then we have to set that off by we have it. Uh, we have them ricochet the shot off of the gopher, and, and then it hits the and boom. And then we yell "Ovark Gopher," and then it goes by. And then we. And then we sw- and then we celebrate like it's our birthday because it's the birthday party. It's the birthday party. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh hell, Wakanda. Wakanda forever. Uh, right. I'm shaking my head. Where can I find this? We're on Instagram and Twitter. We're on YouTube. Click the bell. Subscribe. You know when you get new content. All these crazy wacky news stories are on the Squares Roundtable Facebook page. Shout out to Scott. Ah! Download our show on in obviously on the Podbean and the Anchors and the Apples and the Spotify's and the Googles and all in the that. hungry hole in the hungry uh, hungry supermassive black hole J two one five seven. Email us at sotrtpodcast at gmail dot com dot com. Time all to right, get into you. our exploding postal truck and get out of here. Man, I want to go to Denver. I want that sandwich. Yeah, let's go. Uh, let's go get that. Let's, go, let's go get that Popeyes chicken sandwich. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. that's what I'm talking about.